Welcome to Dead Academy Podcast. Welcome. Hi. I'm Fallon. I'm Michelle. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Good Lord. We are doing like a half-ass episode today because we skipped last week. Half-ass not meaning like this is like a little mini episode yeah. just to fill people in. Little, not that we don't care. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely not like half-ass. This is uh, just not going to be as long as the other ones. We're going to do a couple updates on some stuff and... Fill everybody in, see how everybody's doing with all the stuff that's going on right now. As Midwesterners say, all the shit that's going on right now. All the shit that's going on right now, which is a lot of shit. Absolutely. We hope everybody's okay. Like, check in. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you staying safe? Like, yeah, I mean. These are scary times, man. I've been watching nonstop protest videos. I mean, yeah, it's... I'm all for it. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, I would be down there if I was able to. Right. Yeah. There's no... We just can't. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't. They have my full love and support, though. I'm supporting in other ways other than physically being there. Right. What else you got? <laughs> like, mean, you're just staring at me. Well, I like, don't know. It's This is your mini so. All right. All right. Well, I just... All right. So... <laughs> I was in Indiana, Indiana last week, and and uh, first of all, Indiana is a beautiful fucking state. Like, I've only been up there a couple times. I didn't really like going to uh, Chicago, but I've never actually like stopped to see anything. It's really pretty up there. Like, I was in the northern part of Indiana. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really pretty. That's yeah, cool. It is. It's it's a it's a beautiful state. Despite all my little rants about it, it's actually. Super pretty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got up there, uh, the reason why we didn't record last weekend, because I was in Indianapolis uh, on Friday. What? Did I say it wrong? <laughs> I Indi- didn't do- Indianapolis? You were, I thought you were going to say Indiana. You're like, Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. I fucked that up. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. So last uh, Friday, I actually got to meet up with this guy. His name is Chris Yingling. I was in contact with him like over the past few months. He is like a freaking expert on the Sylvia Likens case. And if you guys don't know about Sylvia Likens, you can go back to our very first episode, which is one of... It, we didn't have our sound down yet, so it's it's a little rough. Look, I did the story of Sylvia, mm-hmm. episode one. Mm-hmm. I was nervous as hell. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it to us, it's a terrible episode because... We didn't have the right microphones. Right. We it's first episode. It was our like, first episode. Working out all the kinks. And I picked that story. It's a <sighs> rough one, man. Like just to be oh, up there and see yeah. everything. Yeah. It's so yeah, if you don't know about Sylvia Likens, you know, definitely look up our first episode or any other podcast that's done a coverage on it. Or you can just like Google it. It's a horrible story. There's a movie. Yeah, I said in the episode one, mm-hmm. there's a movie called The Girl Next Door. Mm-hmm. It's very close to what really happened yeah, it, to her. This poor girl went through absolute hell. Absolute hell. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got up there. I got to meet... Like Chris and I met at this park where, her, where Sylvia Likens' memorial is at. And like he... Chris was super cool. Like we walked up to the memorial. He showed me everything. Like there's an inscription in the back. He took me around like the downtown area where Sylvia was from and like pointed out like um, 
she had this favorite store that had uh, aquariums. Like she would go in there and like look at the fish and stuff, and you could see where that was at. You could see where she used to live. Like just just her neighborhood, and it was a nice little neighborhood, like mm-hmm. cobblestone streets. Like it was a really nice neighborhood. Um, it's just like so they where the house was at. It's now an empty parking lot, but they basically just like tore down the entire house, and this house was fucking huge. They tore it down and just kind of filled it in a little bit, but there's still parts of the house that are still there and sticking out, like the front steps. There's parts of the basement that are still like just kind of popping up all through all throughout the lot. And um, Chris was telling me like that was Gertrude's house. That's where Sylvia lived, and he was actually telling me that around that time when this happened and after it happened, a lot of parents would threaten their kids with the boogeyman, but the boogeyman was Gertrude. Because she was a monster. Yeah, absolute fucking monster. And you can see like where the house was at and the house next door is literally like an arm's length apart. Like they had to have heard all of the stuff going on. And half the people that were involved lived on that street. But she charged them to come over and torture her. Yeah. So, I mean, of course they're not saying anything. Right. Well, I'll post some pictures of what the house looked like before and where it or like what's left of it now. And you can see down the street, like where one of the boys lived that would just come over and basically pay to torture this girl. Um, Excuse me. Uh, Let me see. Yeah. The boogeyman. She also brought back pieces of the house. Yeah. I found, so there's pieces of the basement that Chris actually found that was part of the wall that she was tied to and like beaten. And I took them because I think that they need to be, Put in a better spot. Like, I don't know. I have a, a thing about leaving well, it there. Now they're in the podcast room. They're in the podcast room. And we should, I don't know, put some sage around them or something. Like, it, I don't know. Chris was awesome, though. He pointed out every inch of that property, told me all kinds of stories and facts, and just pointed everything out. Incredible tour guide. And this guy's like super humble and just really down to earth. And he knows his shit when it comes to this. Yeah. Um, but before they tore the house down, people would obviously go through it. Like we would have went through it for mm-hmm. sure. The but, abandoned house? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. But some pieces of shit, if you're listening and you did this, you're a piece of shit. Someone actually spray painted whore and prostitute on the carpet of where Sylvia's room was at. You can actually go to like YouTube and just check out like Sylvia Likens' house inside and there's a video and you can see what the house looked like before they tore it down because it was vacant for like years. I think Chris said he was going to buy it, but there was just so much it needed done to it to keep it up and he just just couldn't do it. I forget what year they tore it down. It wasn't that long ago. Like maybe, I don't know. Look, don't even hold me on it, but I don't know why 2013 comes Uh, into my mind. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like that long ago. Yeah. I don't know. Um. But I was asking Chris like a little bit about, you know, did you know Sylvia? Did your family know? He was actually really close to the story and parts of people in his family were close to Sylvia and the family. And this is so sad. He told me a story of, I guess it was one of his sisters went to school with Sylvia and said that Sylvia would always come into class like just filthy, mm-hmm. wearing the same clothes. They weren't washed. They were smelly. She smelled like menstrual blood. Like, is she just was looking rough. And I guess his sister and mom, like, decided they were going to go out and get Sylvia some new clothes. So they went out and got her all these new clothes, you know, gave them to her or whatever. Well, the next day at school, Sylvia came to school with the same dirty clothes on, the same smelly outfits, 
But Paula, which was Gertrude's daughter, was the one that had the new clothes on. Like, that just goes to show, like, she just let her go to school every day in filthy... I can't even imagine what those clothes were soaked in. Yeah, I mean, she she gave urine zero easy. fucks about her. Yeah, but so. still sent her to school. Right. Ugh. Um, he also said, like, there were over 200 cigarette burns and puncture wounds on her body, and that... I'm not kidding. When you guys see these pictures, the neighbors were so fucking close to this house, closer than my neighbors are here. I mean, it was, they were literally on top of one another and nobody did shit. Yeah. I mean, nobody did shit. And she lived on the corner of this busy street. People don't want to get involved. I know. Thinking it's a bystander effect. Mm -hmm. Someone else is going to do something about it. Yep. I don't need to call the cops. Even though the cops were involved a few times, it didn't didn't matter. It didn't matter. I mean, well, and did you know that Gertrude was released from prison in 1985? Like she didn't serve that long at all. I mean, not at all. I know for what all happened. And you guys just you just have to look it up. Like it's it's horrible. You can look it up, or you can just listen to our very first episode. True. I mean, it's yeah, not the yeah. greatest quality one, but it's a good story. Right. <clears throat> so if you're like in the Indianapolis area. Sylvia's Memorial is downtown Indianapolis on the west side of Willard Park, which is located at 1901 East Washington Street. Um, like if you're at the park, it's to the right. You just you look over there and it's, it's this big, beautiful uh, memorial for her. And people keep it decorated with like flowers and there's like clovers growing on the bottom. I mean, that's nice. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you want to see where the house was located, Gertrude's house, like there's still stuff. I only brought a few pieces back to like show Michelle, but like there's all kinds of stuff just, and just being there on the property, like really kind of nailed it home. Like this happened here and with all of these houses around and all of these cars driving by and it just happened like right there. But that house is located at 30, on 3,800 block of East New York street in Indianapolis. It's literally just the empty lot on the corner. And Again, Sylvia was just 16 years old when she died on October 25th of 1965 inside that house. So definitely worth checking out. Um, definitely went and paid my respects to her for sure. Yeah, uh, I like doing that. Like if we're going to cover a really bad story, if I can find out where the person's buried or something, just, you know, leave them some flowers or something just to, I don't know, pay your respects before you talk about it, I guess. Well, I'm glad you did that. Yeah. Because I can't travel. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I I ended up not being able to find the other grape that I was looking for. But uh, Chris, if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, definitely one of the most humble and kindest guys I've ever met. Dude, like, shared his time with me. We, he told stories, showed me relics from the house. He was just, he was super cool. I had a great time with him. He was an awesome tour guide. And I can't thank him enough. Chris? Mm-hmm. Chris, thank you so much. <laughs> I'll post the pictures later so everybody can see it. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you didn't get to meet. So, Michelle, I didn't get to meet but... you. <laughs> yeah, she's very, uh, very thankful. One day. <clears throat> so when I left there, I had like a two-hour drive before I got to my hotel in Fort Wayne. <clears throat> Gosh, excuse me. And so I was like, oh, "There's got to be something around here that I can, you know, just pick up quickly before I head on up." And <clears throat> Chris was like, oh, have you been to John Dillinger's grave before? I was like, no, I haven't. And he's like, you should go check it out. It's at this cemetery. So I went up there, drove around, couldn't find it, ended up stopping a couple people. And I'm like, I am trying to find John Dillinger. I'm once again asking, where is John Dillinger's grave? And like, they pointed me right to it. And 
<clears throat> it's really cool. It's really cool. People have left like coins and like, just like change cigarettes. There was a pop, a lighter, just stuff on his grave. Yeah. It was, it was really cool to see. Um, but the guy that I went to meet up with that day, his name is Justin. He is the host of a podcast I cannot recommend enough. It's called Mysterious Circumstances. He has other podcasts as well, but this is the one that like I listen to the most. Um, <clears throat> oh, my gosh. You need to take a drink of water. I need to take a drink water. of water, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just... Now I'm put on the spot. Oh, sorry. Dead air. Killing time. Okay, yeah. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Justin's podcast, again, Mysterious Circumstances. You guys, this dude, he researches the shit out of every single episode that he does, and it's usually just him. Sometimes he'll have, like, a, like a co-host on. Um but I mean, I love a bunch of different podcasts, but his specifically is just, it's very well done. The way that he tells his stories, he's like, the John Dillinger episode, you guys should definitely check that out. It's a three-parter, but you feel like you're in a room and he's just telling you this incredible story. Like I listened to most of it from the trip from actually John Dillinger's grave to Fort Wayne, but um. Uh, fucking check it out. I'm not kidding. Like I love, 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 love his uh, podcast. And Justin was really cool, super gentleman. Um, he does a lot of stories on like uh, like famous outlaws or you know like western stuff, just things that are like of interest to him. And I'm telling you, it's fucking it's incredible. He covers everything. And uh, super cool guy. Kind of reminds me of like <laughs> you stop. <laughs> he kind of reminds me of like. A little bit of all of those like badass Western guys, you know, like Doc Holliday, Wyatt Earp, like James Dean. He just, he's got a little bit of all of them in him. Like super cool dude. Super awesome. Had a lot of fun with him. Cool. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? He <laughs> fucking works his ass off on it. I had a lot of fun with them. There's a place up in Fort Wayne called 800 Degree Pizza, which I'd never heard of before. Bomb ass pizza. That just blew my <laughs> ear. Super loud. I'm sorry, but it was it was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, Justin was like really sweet. He like took me on at his guest, showed me a bunch of stuff over the weekend. Uh, we went to some fucking beautiful cemeteries. Like their cemeteries up there are well, like way more well kept than they are here. Uh, we even went to this one cemetery that was they had a uh, army tank that was used in Vietnam with like all the flags and stuff around it. And it was like an actual tank that they used in Vietnam. It was really cool to hmm. see. I got a bunch of pictures for Uncle Bob. Uh, well, only because like, you know, my grandpa was in World War II, yeah. but Bob was in Vietnam. So, um, and he actually gave me some more info on just like, you know, how to maybe tweak the podcast a little bit, like some, some pointers. Uh, I actually went up there to cover the April Tinsley case, which I'm going to be doing next week for sure. Um, I have everything ready to go. I just have to like compile it down and to where I can actually read it. Um, that that story was horrible. It's actually what made me reach out to Justin because I actually heard her story on his podcast and wrote him like, "Dude, I want to know more about this. Like, why have I not heard about it? You know, I want to come up and you know pay my respects to her before I do this podcast episode." He told me a bunch of stuff about it, and oh my god, it was awful. That story is awful, but. While I was up there, I went to Walmart, got some flowers to put on her grave because she loved pink and purple. So I had this little mm-hmm. bouquet of flowers. I went to the cemetery. I couldn't find it anywhere. Like in, And I walked and walked and walked and walked. I think I was there for like an hour and a half. Couldn't find it. So we ended up putting them on different 
uh, graves that were special. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to be doing that next week. Let me see. Checked out an abandoned story. house. Oh man, it's. I mean, I know you're going to do the story, so I don't look it up. Don't look it up. So I can be surprised. It's so it's so bad. And for it to happen so close to here and for our age, like we I never heard about it. The April Tinsley case. I never once heard about it until I played his podcast. I know for me growing up, I was always sheltered from the bad things. Oh yeah. My mom my parents never told me like if something like that was happening. I mean my mom kinda would, but it was always like you know, don't go too far or don't go too deep in the woods or... Everything was butterflies and rainbows. Come home when the lights come on. Oh, when yeah. The lights come on. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I never heard about murders, I kidnappings, guess. nothing like that. Well, not that it didn't happen, but I mean... You know just, what's crazy, though, <laughs> is they never filled me in on true crime stuff, mm-hmm. but I got to watch every horror movie ever. Like, yeah, I saw my first horror movie when I was five. Didn't your dad always blast like two live crew in the living room or something? Look, it was a weird, weird childhood. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> five years old, listen to two live crew. What the hell? Uh, yeah. Um, so another thing, uh, at the end of this episode, we're going to play um, a little clip. Over last weekend, Justin took me to this place called Devil's Hollow that he had told me a little bit about like this super creepy street road, like way out in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. Um, I'll post some pictures from there and I'll let him, the clip of that we're going to play, it's him telling like the history of the devil's hollow. So if you're ever up in that area, you know, you can go check it out. I got my, it, I, it scared the shit out of me, but like nothing happened. It was just, it was darker than dark. Like it was so black. You couldn't see past literally like your hand. It was just right. so fucking dark up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was he was super cool. He like kept me safe and did a bunch of f- super fun stuff, and we had a great time. And hopefully, we can explore more crazy shit one day. Um, again, I cannot recommend his podcast enough. He's super awesome. It's mysterious circumstances. You can find him on. I listen to it on Spotify, but I think he's pretty much like everywhere. Just check him out. And he has really cool merch that you can get. I actually shit. I meant to order. My John Dellinger tank top like a couple days ago and just fucking didn't because I had a million kids over here. Because you um, ordered six of honey and um, <laughs> a fucking chainsaw. A chainsaw on a, a pole. <laughs> yeah, I hit my pen too hard a couple weeks ago and ordered just a bunch of stupid shit. Uh, side tangent, chainsaw on a pole, incredible. I already cut down one tree today. Yeah, we've been lumberjacks. <laughs> Yeah, it's like this electric chainsaw on this 15-foot pole. And I was like, I got to have it for all the trees I cut down. I cut down a tree today. It does. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know what? In flip-flops. It works, yeah. <laughs> no gloves, no safety goggles, flip-flops, tank top. Yep. <laughs> chainsaw. Cutting down trees. Yeah, that was worked. fun, though. It worked. Just super fucking hot. Yeah, I'm done. Super hot. Um, but yeah, you can also, uh, I don't have the link to his merch page, but I think if you go on Facebook, maybe there's like a shop now or something you can click over there, but he's got a lot of just like killer merch to buy. I'm going to get me a John Dillinger tank top faux show. Yeah. And then, so like, uh, after I was done meeting him and stuff like Sunday on the way back home, I had to actually take nothing but back roads because there were so many protests and stuff going Mm on. Um, which gave me time on the way home to kind of scout out some locations of the April Tinsley case. And I went to like the barn 
which I'll tell you about next week. And I couldn't even get out of my Jeep. Like it was, it, I pulled up like, oh fuck. I don't know anything about it. Like I'm still, I'm make, I'm keeping it total surprise. Yeah, it's um, it's it's probably the worst story that I've ever heard. And it just, I mean, for me to reach out to a complete stranger and be like, dude, what the fuck? Ha-? Like, and it's it's not just the story itself about her that got me really hooked to the story. It's the community surrounding it, like the people of Fort Wayne that stood by this case for over 30 years. Like they never gave up. And when it was finally, I mean, spoiler alert, it was solved. Thank God. Yeah. But when that happened, the entire community came out and just like rallied around her mom, Janet. And like her, uh, I was reading something that said like her mom was finally able to smile. You know, her eight-year-old daughter was murdered. Closure. She had closure and... Just so many people, like they were riding on sidewalk or with sidewalk chalk, like by her little garden. Like we, we got him April, you know, you can rest in peace. Like just the sense of community that it had behind this story is what really just like, right. Gave me the goosebones, or goosebumps. (laughs) The girls call them goosebones. Goosebumps. It was really incredible to see that many people after so long, just never giving up on this little girl that some of them didn't even know. Right. Absolutely. yeah, so that's uh, that's coming up next week. Well, I think is it tomorrow? I mean, we are we can... doing no tomorrow? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we... <clears throat> Man, my voice just completely cut out. Yeah, tomorrow we are going to do a collaboration. Yes, with <laughs> the one and only Mystery History <gasps> podcast. They're everywhere. Yeah, so it's going to be a fun one. It's serial killer trivia. Which, I mean, we're going to smoke them. There's a lot at stake here. There is. For one, bragging rights. For two, <laughs> like... The loser... Or no, the winner... How are we doing this? If you lose, we you got to give send, them something. Yeah, we like, have to give them something. It's going to cost us money if we lose. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to lose. I got some really good questions. Jordan asked me, he was like, are you guys getting your questions like from a site or like a book? Or I'm like... Pfft. This is coming off the dome, bro. <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? I don't need to look up shit. What do you got? That's what he So yeah. they're pulling out a book? Or like, I don't know, sites or something. I'm like, well, dude, this is all in this big, I came up with noggin. my questions in 20 seconds. My questions are pretty good. Oh, I got some doozies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just tune in. It's, going to, it's not like, you know. It's not going to be a super long episode. It's, well, it's just we can, for funsies. I, we don't know. <clears throat> We don't know how long it's going to be, but I mean, it is serial killer trivia. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about multiple killers. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. I think it's it's going to be refreshing. You know what? And I'm excited. I think my questions are a little bit on the easier side, just because I don't know. I made mine easy. Yeah, I don't. Know. I don't want to like <laughs> completely annihilate them, but you know, just, well, just I'm see, just want to feel, see what you know. Look, they don't know this because they're not going to hear this until after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I have backup questions. <laughs> like I want to fill it out, oh, and I have five easy. I think they're easy ones. Um, and I, you know, I'll ask a couple of them, mm-hmm. and if they really start, like they know their shit, mm-hmm. I have some backup questions that are way harder. Right, and I'm just going to throw those in there. Ooh, that's a good idea. Because we're winning. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, it's going to be fun. You should tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, today's Saturday, so we're going to be doing that on Sunday tomorrow. I keep telling you you should tune in, but we're not. You might hear this before then. 
I don't know. Let's just post it today. Fuck it. I mean, it's, it's oh, just I plan a on little... posting it, but it's like if you hear it right now, then yes, tune in tomorrow. If you're hearing it like come Monday, sorry, just <laughs> go back, go back and find it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look. This shit it's throws me a out lot of whack. Fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have to win. There's a lot. We have to. Oh, I know. I talk a lot. I mean, everyone comes to me with like their silly. Sil- I came talk cereal, cereal killer. Trivia knowledge, like, they'll ask me questions or tag me in something because I know it all. Now watch me get fucking stumped tomorrow and be like, uh... It'd be embarrassing. (laughs) Edit all of that out. (laughs) Yeah. Can you make it look like we won? Just twerk it up a bit. I mean, I'll just keep my phone over here. Don't you dare. We are not cheating at this point. Actually, they're not coming over here. We're just going... Are we... They just setting it up? I don't know. Yeah, we're not not meeting up or anything. Well, then they could totally cheat. Well, it's going to be a Skype call, so oh, we're going to see okay, them. Like, okay. if they break eye contact for a second, <laughs> they're fucking cheaters and they lose. <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's it was an, a super, I, I keep saying super, I don't know why. Because mm, It was an awesome weekend, awesome week, been super busy, and this story is going to be hard to do next week, but it's going to be, I want, I want parents to hear it so they can know that, you know, this kind of shit happens. It happens more often than you think. And we got to be really careful about the people who we let around our children. Even it doesn't matter who or what they're doing, where they live, just anything could fucking happen. And it's, Oh my God, you guys, it, I mean, I'll definitely put like a disclaimer before I start talking next week, but, um, there's only a couple details I might leave out, but for the most part, I'm going to let you guys know everything about the case that I found out. And it's, oh my God, mm-hmm. I, how that woman has survived this long without any, an, like, can you imagine going 30 years without any fucking answers? No. 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 She did. I mean. And she got what she was Closure after. is very important. Oh, for sure. And a lot of people don't get it, unfortunately. So yeah. I, I also bought, I bought a book today. <clears throat> yes. Like my first book. I'm just kidding. No, I don't have that many books, but I did buy a book today. I got a lot I of books. I forget her name. It's a survivor story of a serial killer that I don't know shit about. Yeah. I hadn't heard of him either. <laughs> the uh, railroad killer. Yeah. I've never heard of him. So. And it happened not that far from here. Right. Yeah. I, I know. And it was like in the nineties. I mean, which was. I keep saying like '90s wasn't that long ago, but it really like thirty years ago. It, it really was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, we're old. I'm class of 2002. We're old. Anyways, I'm going to power through this book, mm-hmm. and I I want that to be my next story. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm not a speed reader or nothing, but I'm oh, going to try really freaking hard. I could have that book done in two days. It's not thick, but. I'm very interested. I'm excited mm-hmm. about this one. I love to read as long as I can find something that I want to read about. Well, I just, I love survivor stories mm-hmm. because we say so many things that are just so grim and just dark. And yeah. just to know that there was a survivor that came out on top is just. It's incredible. It is. It just shows what people can actually like accomplish, make it through. Yeah. And just. Persevere. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Oh, so, so am I. Railroad. Railroad. I'm going to fuck that all up. It's, it's hard. Railroad. 
It's like rural. <laughs> I don't even try. Rural. Yeah. I, I say royal. Royal. Rural. I just say out. That royal out, area. Way out there. Well, that place that I go to. Out there. Rural king. Royal King. Rural, the, rural the, King. The store. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. I, don't, <laughs> I can't speak. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a, but you got a clip to play, right? Yes. We do have a clip <laughs> to play. That's right. Uh, the clip is going to be of... Uh, so last Saturday, Justin and I went. It was like super late um, in my Jeep. Uh to Devil's Hollow and we just kind of backed into these people's driveway and turned off the Jeep, turned on. And you know how I get when everyone's like, first of all, I hate driving on any kind of mm-hmm. spooky road. Mm-hmm. I will ride passenger. I prefer to ride bitch in the back, but like I was driving and I get so nervous as I can't see shit. But we were out there and I mean, it, pitch black. You could not see anything. We didn't stay long enough for me to like get... Super spooked out because, I mean, it's just me sitting next to this dude, Justin, and he's talking about this super spooky road that we're on right now, and I'm getting fucking freaked out. So, yeah, this is going to be the clip from Justin and I at Devil's Hollow, which is in the back area of, like, Fort Wayne, Indiana. All right, so. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a uh, limited edition of Dead Academy podcast. I have an awesome host tonight, Justin. <laughs> I'm take not it over? really gonna host. You know, I'm just gonna. We're out here at Devil's Hollow, basically. If uh, you're from around the Fort Wayne area, you know what it is. It's up on Cedar Canyon Road, just before you hit Auburn Road, and pretty much Fallon here wanted to come out here and get freaked out. <laughs> Check. And because, like, <laughs> just visually. It's creepy as shit Dude, out I here. can't see shit. I, there's, a, like, one light up there. Yeah, it is creepy as fuck out here. But pretty much there's two different stories of of why this place is what it is. And the first story is that this old woman here back in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s, she used to live out here on a house on top of the hill, which... It's literally pitch black out here, and it's a clear sky out. Yeah, yeah. Just so we can, but the the road is absolutely surrounded by trees. You like literally, guys. You cannot see in front of my jeep at all. It's pitch black. It's just blackness, and it is a clear sky with what, yeah. like three quarters of a moon. Absolutely, like, but it's all hollowed and surrounded by trees, and it's this snake windy road. Yeah. And uh, so pretty much how this goes is this old lady lived in a house on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And all of these teenagers thought she was a witch. So she she was just a super quiet lady. It was uh, – uh, she just kept to herself. She, she – I'll tell you the real story after afterward. But so these teenagers kept thinking she was a witch. So they would go harass her. You know, they go look in her windows and all that teenager vandalism shit. They would go try to scare her and all this stuff. And pretty much it got to the point where the teenagers one day ended up burning down her house with her inside it. And supposedly it's still an open investigation with the Fort Wayne PD. Mm -hmm. This supposedly happened back in the early 1980s. 
Now, the other story is that she got so tired of these teenagers, like, coming on her property and trying to scare her and all this shit, same time frame, early 80s, is that she actually started the rumor of her being a witch so that it would scare the kids away. That's not how that works. And that's not how it happened. (laughs) So basically, same scenario, fire in her house. The only thing left standing was the chimney stack. Mm -hmm. And during the light, you can actually still see it. It's on top of one of these hills out here, which it's hard to describe the area that we're in because it's... Oh, you can't see? You can't see fucking your face in front of you that's how black it is out here and people from ohio if you've been out to the spot in caesar's creek it's darker than that literally you can't see anything yeah and that's on a on a clear moonlit night right Mm -hmm. now so the real story of what happened was unfortunately a woman did die in the in the house it did Mm -hmm. burn down but she was not murdered she was I mean, it sucks because this myth and this legend grew, but they still haven't determined whether or not the fire was an accident, which they say it more than likely was. Mm -hmm. But the woman's name was Lynette Lynn, and she actually used to work in um, the Hollywood, like in the movie industry back in the 30s. Oh, wow. Yeah, she worked with like, um, uh, what was it, John Barrymore, and Mm -hmm. like she was a known person. But when she got older, she came out here, and from all accounts from people that know her or knew her, the local historian here knew her along with uh, a couple people that are older and local. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, she was pretty much the sweetest old lady. And the people who knew her are mad because her name basically gets drugged through the mud and associated with an urban legend in Fort Wayne. So there's the two sides to that story but we also have one of those crybaby bridges which we've driven over already uh through here which it's a creepy bridge but it's kind of small like the the one close to me is actually like you know bigger and it's i think it's painted blue yeah yeah it's very narrow yeah this is super creepy like i don't even want to look that way (laughs) Yeah. You can hear shit. I can hear shit, yeah. Yeah. I wish you were driving. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> no. But yeah, this is pretty much a, one of the bigger myths, urban legend spots of Fort Wayne. You know, we went by Byron mm-hmm. earlier today, which is on, awesome. yeah, it's on Lima Road or, or US 3, and the back buildings are supposedly the haunted ones, but people aren't allowed to really go back to the mm-hmm. back, back one that I showed you. And then the I took some pictures. I can post there. some for you guys to see. Yeah. Like, we just sit quietly, but then your mind starts fucking with you. Like, I'm hearing all kinds of shit that's probably not even going on. Yeah. But just imagine if it was a cloudy night. Oh, dude, no. There's, I can't, it can't get any darker black. out here. Well, not that people don't know who you are, but do you want to tell them where they can find you at? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, it's everywhere. Yeah, like uh, Twitter, just at Podcast MC. Instagram is Mysterious underscore Podcast. And then like Facebook and all that stuff. But yeah, I host Mysterious Circumstances. 
He's the guy I was giving a shout out to the other day on one of the episodes. This, this is Justin yeah. in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> out here at the haunted spot. Mm-hmm. Looks like the neighbors up here turned off their fucking lights. I guess that's a good thing. Either that or they're playing in a sneak attack. Should we leave? Probably. Yeah, okay. We can drive up and down the road a few times, a few more times. But oh, like, if, yeah, Jesus. But yeah. That's fine. Keep recording now. But yeah, anyway, I'm going to roll up this window yeah. since we're driving again now. But yeah, like I... I was, Not lie, I was really happy to get the fuck out of there. I don't know. I just got this like super creeped out, heavy feeling. No, it's it's creepy as fuck out here. Fuck yeah, it and, is. And like uh, the kicker about out here, like I was telling. Like, feel my Fallon, pulse. Feel my pulse. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, a little chicken Like shit. the kicker is on the one side of the road. Mm-hmm. If you go off the road, oh yeah, there's like an eight, ten, twelve foot drop straight down, just trees. You know, like. Yeah, my, my Jeep wouldn't make done. it. Your Jeep We're definitely going to be now. toppling over and rolling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely probably going to fucking die. <laughs> Let's see, are we but coming yeah. up to the... Yeah, here comes the bridge. Yeah. It's so yeah. tiny. Like, this is it? This is it, yeah. And then there's another one up ahead past that stop sign, too. Like, because technically this is the end of Cedar Canyon Road, and then you have Auburn Road on the right. Well, if you go further, it's called a different name, but there's also a narrow bridge up there as well. Okay. And where was the chimney? It's on this road? It was on your side of the road oh, back shit, there. Yeah, yeah. Should I just keep going straight? God, yeah, I can if you want. It's up to you. Clear, clear my way. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, this is super, super creepy. Like I said, people that are in Ohio, if you go to Caesars Creek or head up like the spot or the H and C, it's darker than it is out there. It's wild. Yeah. Is there anything else like out over this way? Not Where's really. The cemetery at? You said there's a cemetery. There is a cemetery. Yeah, so that's the end of the audio clip. Like, there was some stuff we had to cut out just because, like, nothing really happened. Then we went to the cemetery, which was, again, really beautiful. But, I mean, nothing happened. We also didn't get out and walk around, which I was all like, yeah, I'm going to totally get out. I wasn't getting out. Um, so that, no. that was it. That's the story of Devil's Hollow. And if you're in the area, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. That's, that's all I have, man. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't have anything. Me either. I guess I we're know. done till tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah. For the trivia, and then we'll have an episode hopefully on Friday, a full one. Yeah. So, on that, stay safe. Yeah. And if you're out protesting, be safe. Really stay safe. Turn off the news. Love your neighbor. Be kind. Everybody could use a little bit of that right now. Yeah. And if you're going through a hard time and you don't know like what to do, just shoot us a message. We'll uh, help you out, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in just a few hours. (laughs) Later.